Willow Spray and Kenny Omega exchange heated words over Twitter. TNT Extreme Wrestling announced Extreme Fields, the first UK independent indoor rock and wrestling extravaganza. Francesco Akira has been announced for Wrestle Carnival's end of year show, Carnival Mania. Chris Brooks is set to challenge Kanosuke Takeshita for the DDT Openweight Championship on the 29th of October. ICW Heavyweight Championship has been vacated. We've got new Progress Wrestling Tag Team Champions. And we're going to talk about the upcoming RevPro High Stakes title matches for next week. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is TM Tice, the Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling, as featured on Bollyslam.net. I am your host, the Great British Attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore, and to most. And I am joined, as always, by the Pro Wrestling T-Shirt Champion of the World, Big Daddy Dan. Daniel Allen, how are we doing? We are better than you are today, bless you. You are fighting through, and we are so happy to have you here. Isn't I'm it? great, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so great. I'm not at home, one. I'm in, not in my usual office space. I, I always know, never like not being in my usual space. But uh, yes, I have been really under the weather recently. I'm not quite sure what's up. I think I've had a bit of a stomach flu. But yes, yeah. just pushing through as we do, watching the wrestling as we do. Got loads of uh, British news, uh, wrestling news to get through. And of course, we've got the Rev Pro. Uh, review as well as the progress review icw review and nxt uk review how would you like to kick things off i'd like to kick things off starting talking about the pwi top 500 because we have a certain rather fantastic englishman at far too low a position in my humble opinion yeah, actually, I can't remember where he actually did come in in the end. Was he fourth? Or? No, further down, seventh. Seventh, terrible, just not. Uh, yeah, so he didn't have, he had some choice words for the number one rated PWI. Uh, Mr. Kenny Omega, uh, which, as you say, this, he came across and said, it's okay because I could whoop number one any day of the week. And twice on Tuesday. And twice on um, a Tuesday. I truly believe that when these two finally meet, um, it will be very special. I hope and pray it will be in the UK. Um, I think there's a genuine possibility it will be. Uh, New Japan have come over to the UK before. AEW um, were looking before COVID um, at the Royal Albert Hall, I believe, was discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think there is the potential for this to happen. And this is a big enough shout that you could get this at least in the Royal Albert Hall, probably in Wembley Arena. Well, it'd be nice. Yeah, so I can see you, the appeal there, AEW, to come over. They want to put on a main event. Uh, and let's face it, the only guy who can add to AEW's roster is, of course, the one and only, uh, is Will Ospreay. There isn't. You know, as much as uh, there are some fantastic British wrestlers out there who could out-wrestle 95% of the AEW roster most days of the week, they're not as big names. No. Uh, Whereas Will Ospreay, of course, he is uh, the number one wrestler, uh, according to match ratings, if you like, uh, other than Shingo Takaki and... uh, He's yeah, certainly the number match. one wrestler according to himself. Definitely according to himself. And as you say, yeah, they do exchange some heated words over Twitter, uh, which led to fans then exchanging heated words as well. Uh, typical. Uh, <laughs> my honest opinion is, if you look at it, uh, like for like, Will Ospreay is further along in his career than Kenny Omega was at this point in Kenny Omega's career. He's the better wrestler than Kenny Omega was in this point of his career. And he's still going to probably achieve more. I don't think I can argue with that. I mean, there's no doubt. uh, You can't deny what Kenny Omega has achieved, what he did achieve in New Japan. Hmm. But 
I don't know. It's also if you look at the, the way the, the two carry themselves as champions. Will Ospreay just carries himself like a champion. Kenny Omega. It's a very weird. Kenny Omega depends on which day of the week it is. Mm. Will Ospreay is consistent. Yeah. I mean, he's consistently an ass, but he <laughs> is consistent. Um, and that is something that puts him slightly ahead of Kenny as far as that goes. I think that Kenny Omega currently does deserve to be higher on the PWI top 100, uh, 500. Mm. Um, he has had more championship matches as far as the kayfabe aspect of it goes. Um, he has had more matches overall. And at the moment, he's had more five-star matches. I think he does rank higher, but I do think that's going to change next year. Oh yeah, and yeah, come on AEW, give us give us, give us the UK fans here something to to go for. We want Will Osprey uh, versus Kenny Omega in the UK. Of course, he's not the only opponent that could come up because, of course, there is CM Punk as well. There is, and CM Punk and Will Osprey have also um, exchanged words before, and CM Punk has expressed an interest in wrestling Will Osprey. So um, that's more than Omega has. Yeah, uh, but I, I like, it should be a great match uh, whenever it does happen. Uh, I assume it will happen next year. I don't see it will happen before the end of this year. Uh, if you were going to counter book it, you'd, you'd surely book it WrestleMania weekend, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't, <laughs> um, because I want to do it in the UK and I want to get as many eyes on it as possible. If you think TNA, TNA used to sell out Wembley Arena. They used to be able to do that. Now, you imagine what AEW could do with their current um, lineup. The fact that they're already um, overtaking WWE as far as viewing goes in the UK. Um, I really genuinely think that they could pull off some massive shows in the UK. I think you're 100% right. And uh, we, of course, look forward to it. Uh, let us know out there who you think would win in a match between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. Let us know who you think is the true wrestler of the year. Uh, so TNT Extreme Wrestling have announced Extreme Fields, which, as I said, is the UK's first independent indoor rock and wrestling extravaganza. Uh, this is going to take place on the 30th of October in Liverpool's, one of Liverpool's most well-known venues, the Electric Club. Uh, and Mark Andrews' band is set to play. Yeah, I saw the video for that and got very excited. Um, and then I looked in my diary and realised that I'm DJing that night. I would genuinely have driven up to Liverpool for that one. It should be a big one because other than that, uh, Kid Lycos is actually making his in-ring return to TNT Extreme Wrestling. Uh, he's been the general manager now for uh, just over a year or so. He has indeed. Um, and when he was general manager, he didn't get um, involved in Kid Lycos 2's matches, which was, well, not massively involved. Not as much as he could have been involved. No. <laughs> but some of the matches he didn't get involved no, uh, but yeah, it sounds like it's going to be massive. It sounds like something WWE would have done in the 80s. Indeed, it does. wrestling extravaganza. And they kind of do because they always have NXT going along to download. Um, so they, they kind of do still keep with the music. However, now NXT is going rainbow this week. We shall, um, we shall wait and see. Indeed. Uh, but Wrestle Carnival did it again. They did. They just How exciting is it. the new announcements? Uh, so very, very exciting. Uh, you know, as soon as he was back in Europe, I was like, somebody's going to get into the UK. And I, I, I knew if anyone was going to do it, it would be Wrestle Carnival. So, I, I mean, I'm not that surprised at it. But uh, Of course, Francisco we're talking Akira about... is heading to Wrestle Carnival for their end-of-year show. Carnival Mania, uh, which is going to be in November. It is indeed. Also announced, Zoe Lucas. Uh, so I've been, been thinking about this. Who are my big matches for Francesco Kira there? Now, obviously, mm. it's Chris Ridgeway. 
gonna, I'm always going to throw him out when we're talking about Russell Carnival. He's one of my favourites. Going to be a, would be a great match. Uh, but Joe Lando would be a massive shout if I was going to have my top three dream opponents for Francesco Akira in Wrestle Carnival. Yeah, uh, I, I've got another one that I quite fancy. Is that Danny Black? It's not. No. Ooh, who are you going for then? The British Kaiju. Warren Banks. Yeah, uh, I just think uh, heavyweight, junior heavyweight. He moves like a junior heavyweight and he would be able to spot Akira amazingly. He'd be able, able to overpower him, but I'm not sure he'd be able to keep up with the fleet-footedness and the agility of Akira. We are talking about one of the preeminent high flyers in Europe, in the world, and... Uh, you know, he is a former AJPW junior heavyweight champion. He's, he's no slouch, but uh, I, I see where you're coming from. But I think I would keep it to mainly juniors if I was going to do it. So Lando, Ridgeway, Black would it's be my... Be then. Or Callum <laughs> Newman would be, definitely be a, a, a choice opponent for him as well. Uh, I want to say, Wrestle Carnival, let's be honest here, They've had two shows so far. Second show's been today. Yeah. Um, they've got another couple of shows booked. A company that has come pretty much out of nowhere is nudging the top three independents in the UK. How amazing have Wrestle Carnival done with their promos, with their lineups, with everything straight off the bat? Gary Ward is a, is a fan. He's an astute fan of wrestling. Uh, you know, when I had him on for the interview way back, he relaxed home from, you know, booking wrestling to go and play one of these fan fantasy simulator games. He is a pure student of the game. And although, yes, they've only been uh, active, well, they've, well, the idea was first thought of in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Gary had been with uh, a wrestling photographer for quite some time. Yeah. He then worked social media for Southside Wrestling Entertainment before going in a partnership with WrestleGate. Uh, and then obviously he then went and created Wrestle Carnival. And yeah, he's it's just uh, he's an awesome guy. And as I say, somebody who loves wrestling. And as you say, big shows, big announcements. Uh, Big TV deals now, big streaming deals, huge ROH deals. Uh, yeah, easily, as you could say, could uh, rival the top promotions such as Progress, uh, Rev Pro, ICW, the Irish promotion, and, and TNT. Maybe a couple of others, TNT Extreme as well, wrestling. Uh, so I think as great as this year's been for them, I really would like to see see where they're going to go to next next year as they continue to build in week uh, with more amazing announcements. And uh, do follow their Patreon. Do get involved with that. It's only four pound a month, and you'll get all of their on demand for free. Well, for four quid a month. Uh, somebody who I'd like to see. Well, actually, two people I'd like to see in Wrestle Carnival. One is Chris Brooks. Uh, the other is Kanosuke Takashita. Or Takashita, uh, the DDT Openweight Champion, as Chris Brooks is set to challenge Kanosuke for the DDT Openweight Championship at the 29th of October show at Turrican Hall. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen Takashita, easily one of the best wrestlers in the world today. I'm pretty sure he was in the PWI top 10. I um, might be wrong. No, no, no. I no, think he was top 20. He's been, yeah, phenomenal. He's made a couple of AEW dark appearances, uh, but phenomenal uh, dropkick suplexes, just an all-around great wrestler. And Chris Brooks is a two-time DDT champion, so this is a chance to win it for a third time and uh, finish the year strong as the champion of the promotion, maybe. Fingers crossed for him. Indeed. Uh, the ICW Heavyweight Championship has been vacated. Yeah. Um, 
I think this sucks, to be honest with you. Um, I think that WWE could easily have let Namdar go to lose this belt. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it does seem a strange decision not to do so. It's, although it's not the first time, because obviously they did so with Ginny dropping the Progress Women's title earlier. Yeah. And of but course, I... Sorry, go on. Charles Samuels was going to be the number one contender for Noam Jar's title, and then they, they ended up on NXT UK as friends together. They were, but um, during ICW this week, Kez Evans was calling out Noam Dar and threatening to come down to the Performance Centre. I do love Kez Evans. I do. Everybody, everybody sort of loves Kez Evans. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been relinquished. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to have two fatal four-way matches to then announce uh, two winners to set at, uh, to, to face off against each other at Fear and Loathing. So uh, who, have you been watching it? Uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen this on Twitter. I have watched ICW today because I watched the absolutely amazing, phenomenal 60-minute match, which we will get onto in a little bit. Um, but I can see that you have written down for me the first mem- uh, the first four that are going to be in this um, fatal four-way. Yes. They are BT Gun versus Kez Evans versus DCT versus Jason Reed. Oh, that's not an easy one to um, see who's going through. No, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough one. Uh... Well... Storyline-wise, BT Gun and Jason Reed will cancel each other out. Yeah, so I was thinking it comes down to DCT and Kez Evans. You've got Kevin Kez Evans as the zero-G champion at the moment, but I don't think... He's the top heel. For me, he should be the guy right now. I agree with you. And but I they, think they that... put the zero-G championship on him for a reason, and that was because they needed a champion. And I feel like they uh, will need to do so again here. I think they've lined up Daz Black very well to take over the Zero G Championship. Yeah, and there's a load of great uh, Luke Cairo as well. Uh, he's going to some great Zero G champion, uh, contenders. So I think, yeah, as you say. Uh, Adam Maxted could be a good shout, though. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's a good shout. I like that. Right, I will get on some more about ICW when I do the review on them, and I shall tell you a little bit more then. But for now, let's have a look at RevPro UK High Stakes title matches. Uh, yeah, so RevPro High Stakes is uh, their biggest show of the year. It is next week. Uh, there are three huge title matches, uh, starting off with Aussie Open and Destination Everywhere. That is an exciting matchup because I finally watched Young Guns versus Aussie Open. How good was that tag match? You hadn't overrated the pudding. It was rather special. Um, absolutely phenomenal, to be honest. And their finishing move, the fidget spinner, when they hit that, oh my God, I didn't think anyone was going to get up from it. Um, also, Fletcher's spinning slam. Um, That was, again, a thing of absolute beauty. Um, Okay, I will put my hands up and say this is probably the best tag match I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, still ranks up that way for me. Definitely just just phenomenal. I don't think it gets talked about enough because it's not happened on a big enough stage. Uh, I know I I, I watched the read recent cage match with the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks, and it was not as good as this tag team match. I agree, because it relied too much on gimmicks, whereas this match was wrestling. Yeah, and just, oh, the slaps Ethan Allen gave out during that match, and the slaps he took. <laughs> yeah. A brutal match, and just uh, had, like, had that brutality of Walter and Ilya, but in a tag team. And as I say, when you look at the two teams, you just see it's, it's almost as if Young Guns is Aussie Open's past and Aussie Open is the Young Guns' future. Phenomenal. Just uh, It really was match. as good as you said. It really, really was. 
Um, RKJ's promo with Will Ospreay um, ahead of their championship match. Um, ooh, they didn't hold back, did they? They did not. I have one problem with this. RKJ mm. put his hands on Osprey repeatedly, and Osprey didn't retaliate. Now, I didn't like that personally because I've got a feeling that if I was Will Ospreay with the way that he generally is and speaks, and someone kept touching my face like that, hell, if someone kept touching my face like that anyway, they wouldn't still be standing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think obviously uh, Will did very well to keep himself very composed. Uh, but this is what I was talking about, carrying himself. When he delivered his lines, if you like, in the ring, he commanded that ring. He, oh, commanded, he owned the crowd. He commanded the audience. It was so great. And he, just like uh, when they started to cheer him because they didn't want to cheer RKJ, and he was like, don't cheer me. You were booing me 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and it was just, oh, so, just so great. And then obviously he did challenge CM Punk. Uh, then RKJ called out CM Punk. He had, uh, I did some research back into this, right? When was the last time you think somebody non-NJPW affiliated held the RevPro UK title? Bearing in mind the global pandemic, I'm going to go 2018. Nope. 2013. There hasn't been the last the, the last time it was that the title was held by somebody who wasn't under contract by an NJPW, apart from maybe Marty Skull. I'll have to double check to see if he was uh, affiliated at the time. But it was Shaw Samuels when it was IPW, not even Rev Pro. Jeez, that's some good research, my friend. Um, uh, Ishii and Tanahashi's AJ Styles, but so where does that leave RKJ? Yeah, because this is going to be my leading question. Will they pull the trigger and have a non New Japan heavyweight champion? Ooh, or is RKJ signing <laughs> New Japan? Well, the way in yeah, RKJ is always taught, he's never he's never shied away by saying he wants to make the British scene the best scene. He doesn't want to go to the States. He doesn't want to go to Japan. He wants to make the UK the hub for wrestling. And I admire that, and I love that. Uh, but everybody loves money. Yeah. So I would like to see RevPro pull the trigger and put a title on RKJ, I would then possibly like, because uh, I know Will, Will Ospreay always wanted to create an IWGP British title, but I think by taking the title away from him, we can then create, uh, they can create their own IWGP. Rev Pro can maybe separate themselves a little bit. I think that RKJ deserves it, and I think it would be a very exciting thing, but please tell us what you think out there. Is it time? Because the other issue is that is is Will Ospreay on just too much of another level, as he says. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the, the final match of the high well the final uh championship match on the Red Pro UK high stakes cards is a two-way two out of three falls match between Hyan and Giselle Shaw. Yeah, this, this should be rather exciting. Um, yeah. Having seen these ladies live, um, I cannot wait to see this. And my betting is on Giselle Shaw. Yeah, Giselle Shaw to retain. Uh, I do know Hyann uh, is on her way back to States not long after uh, the match. So the assumption is, obviously, she'll yeah, head back to the States and Giselle Shaw. Of course, you know, RevPro wouldn't be shy to give her the title and have her go to the States and defend the title. They also, let's be honest here, have got Aussie Open flying back and forth and 
the US is a lot closer than Australia. It is. But how much longer will it remain open for? This we will have to wait and see. Well, Australia have gone right into lockdown again, haven't they? Maybe that's why they're still here. Yes, probably. Uh, yeah, I, I think we'll get on to some reviews for the week. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll kick things off uh, by talking, continuing on about RevPro UK, which was RevPro UK Opportunity Knox 2021. Uh, this was in Sheffield. It was the afternoon show. Uh, it started off with two big, beefy dudes, Screwface Ahmed and Yota Suji, in a big, beefy battle in which Screwface Ahmed eventually came out on top uh, thanks to some underhanded tactics by Gideon Gray. Oh, really? Oh, indeed. Did you, I, 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 honestly, I couldn't believe it when uh, Gideon Gray got himself involved. It's very unlike, um, oh, unlike, unlike him. him. Um, uh, I think I predicted that one. I think, uh, no, I think I did. No, I'm pretty sure I did. I, I haven't got my notebook, so I'll have to check this next week. <laughs> I don't have my notebook. I forgot to bring the notebook with me. That I know. Ah, so this basically means the one week that I stand half a chance of getting some right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then it was a cruiserweight match. Nexus Robbie X took on Chris Ridgeway, and Robbie X came out on top. Ooh. I, yeah, it caught me by surprise, that one. Uh, but uh, it was a really good match. Solid work between uh, both people again. Very similar to the match they had a little while back where Chris Ridgway dominated most of the match. And then Robbie X got, uh, got a little lucky, hits the uh, explanation point and gets the, uh, the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giselle Shaw then defeated Sean Jackson of two extremely athletic men. Uh, it was a, a fun match for the crowd to really get behind. Carl Fletcher and Callum Newman then beat the crap out of each other. Uh, and that was a really, really good match. Mark Haskins then defeated Adam Maxted. Hyann defeated Hannah Taylor. And then in the main event, Destination Everywhere defeated Lycos Gym to retain the Pro UK Tag Team Championships. Uh, as I say, that Carl Fletcher... Versus Karen Newman was absolutely fantastic. The crowd were really, really into it. Uh, and they jumped into chairs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give that one a watch because I do love Callum Newman. Uh, and uh, yeah, the opening match as well. Yota uh, Suji making his first appearance. Big, big boy. Uh, great match he had against Screwface on. Very technical as well mm-hmm. as nice bit of power. So, really good match. And then Mark Haskins versus uh, Alan again. Really, really, really good match. Overall, I would have given this one at least three and a half sugars. Sweet. NXT UK, my friend. NXT UK, we started off with Wolfgang versus Sam Gradwell, you deep fried yogurt. <laughs> uh, just uh, for the Americans out there. Scotland deep fry everything. They deep fry the Mars bar for God's sake. So that's what average cream egg even. India, there we go. Um, round one. I absolutely love the shouting in the ear by Grabwell trying to wind up um, Wolfgang. It was brilliant. Round two. Grabwell had a rib injury. Wolfgang had a shoulder injury, and they kept just battering each other. Round three. Gradwell hits a running rock bottom for the one, two. Three, and we have our first fall of the match. Wolfgang then slams Gradwell during round four for the one, two, three, and it's one all. Round five, two miss, one speak, one, two, three. He went for three spears, but only hit the one, but it only took the one. And this was Wolfgang spearing Sam Gradwell straight out of its boots. Wolfgang, one, two, three, and that is two, one. To Wolfgang. Really like that finish. Yeah, you enjoyed that, did you? Really like the finish, the uh, the missing of the spears and then hitting that third and final one. Yeah. What did you think of the match overall? Good. I think <laughs> it's one of Grabwell's best matches. I really do. Yeah, Grabwell's always impressive. We just need him to see him get uh, a run of wins. <laughs> oh, that's all right. We'll, we'll get to how that can happen in a minute. Um. Skid Scala came out next and suspended Blair Davenport. Um, 
that's fine. That means you can just batter him on her own time. Yeah. Go Blair. Um, Noam Dar promo on Kenny Williams, followed by a Kenny Williams promo on Noam Dar. Um, both good promos. Two guys that know each other very well. They will have a great match. Dar's they turning are, face. They are definitely turning Dar face. There's no two ways about it. Told you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it shows how strong a heel Kenny is. Mm. Um, to turn somebody so bloody annoying in his promos um, <laughs> to being a face. We then had Saxon Huxley, Oliver Smith, Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. Why do we always do that? Mm-hmm. We always do that versus Symbiosis. Um, yeah, T-Bone looked fantastic in this match. This was the best I've seen Tyson T-Bone look um, out of anything. He was throwing massive suplexes left, right and centre. Um, I thought he did really, really well. Ashton Smith got a beautiful close kick to the head to the pin on um, uh, Primate. And that was very close. It looked vicious. Um, Smith and Carter hit a variation of the heart attack. Sort of off the shoulder cut Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like an electric chair cutter. Yeah. For the one, two, yeah. three. And Huxley, Smith and Carter won. I know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all f- f- First Huxley wins. Now Smith and Carter win. I'm flying. You're right. <laughs> I think you're wrong about Terman. I think that might be. Yeah. We then had a promo from Stevie Tyler, um, who was explaining how um, people are only on two dimensions, not four. And Amelia McKenzie interrupted because she is becoming annoying as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope Stevie Tyler gets the win. And I'm worried that she won't. You're confusing her name. It's Stevie Turner. It used to be Stevie Bobby Turner. Tyler. That's why I'm getting confused. I'm combining <laughs> two names. I'm combining yeah. the dead name. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, they're pretty deadly cut a promo on not being scared of Gallus. And it's very easy not to be scared of Gallus when you're not in the same room. Yes. Uh, should be a good tag team match. Hopefully pretty deadly come out on top. I agree, and I agree. Um, we then had Dragonov versus Walter, um, a rematch for the people that didn't have the pay-per-view, because obviously you wouldn't have the pay-per-view unless you have the network, and I guess there are some people that watch it on BT Sport and not the network that may not have seen it. Yes, um, with added commentary from WWE superstars. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest, I didn't bother watching it because I've already watched the match and I have got a lot of other wrestling to watch. Yeah, I was the same, you know. Uh, it was a good match. Really? Yeah, super. Yeah. I still thought the first match was better than the second match. I agree with you and Stephen Sadden's wrong. Yeah. I, I, I have heard a few different schools of thought on it, but I know we're not the only people who felt that way. Uh, Progress Wrestling Chapter whoa, whoa, 1, 2, Slow down. What's your sugars? <gasps> you got to remember, there was Move. a very special match. Yeah, I'm going to give it three and a half. I'm giving it four because I've got to count the Dragonov Walter match, which was a four. I've got to count the fact that I love Sam. Okay, Dragonov. yeah, I, I, I so get where you're coming from. I'm going from. Four. four sugars. Yeah, why not? Good first match. Actually, you know what? Because Symbiosis and, uh, oh, sorry, because Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter won a match, I'm going to give it four and a half sugars. Hey! Right out of there. Fair play <gasps> to you. Okay, uh, so I watched Progress Wrestling Chapter 121. In 20 years, this will all be orange. Uh, opened up with Doug Williams uh, against Annie Black. Uh, really technical match, as you'd expect. Uh, Doug Williams used his weight and his size advantage throughout and was able to pick up the win. Uh, as I say, really, you can see how small Danny Black is sometimes because, yeah, I mean, Doug Williams' leg was almost the size of you know, when he was trying to pick up one leg just to make the covers. Uh, Sunshine Machine then beat Charles Crowley and Elijah in a tag team match. A really good tag team match. Boo! Uh, Luke Jacobs then defeated Spike Trevay via disqualification once again. Uh, but uh, a solid match prior to all this, and it was a big 
shot to the nuts uh, from uh, Spike to Jacobs. But, so that's going to continue. Hey, and that, that's Cockney rhyming slang, that is you, Jacobs. <laughs> and uh, Giselle Shaw uh, took on Alexis Falcon uh, in a match that she defeated Alexis Falcon to retain the Progress Women's Championship. I just missed the uh, biggest one of all. The Smoking Aces, Charlie Sterling and Dick Riley, Nick Riley, uh, defeated Lycos Jim to become the new Progress Tag Team Champions uh, in a phenomenal match uh, that saw Lycos Jim try every dirty trick in the book, but they just couldn't get the job done and Charlie Sterling and <laughs> Charlie Sterling, Charlie Sterling, and Dick Nick Riley had a really good match, and uh, definitely. Well, and then it was an Iron Man match in the uh, main event, a thirty-minute one though between Chris Ridgeway and Barry Noir, in which it ended three-three. Three-three. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go from there. Uh, they're beginning to get used to now moving on to a weekly show rather than their uh, previous two weeks. Uh, so we're seeing more linear, linear storylines start to evolve now as well. Uh, overall, some really good wrestling. Three and a half sugars. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Although, sad to see like us, Jim drop belts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they've been a fantastic team. Uh, they've been uh, done a great job as champions, and uh, but I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to this Sterling and uh, Nick Riley uh, reign. Uh, ever since they arrived, they have uh, put, been putting on some really, really good matches for Progress, and I think I think they deserve this uh, this title run. Now, I actually feel sad that you haven't seen ICW yet. I am going to tell you that this has been the best ICW show I've seen so far. Mm. And I'm going to tell you that you need to watch this. I know that time is always challenging with the amount of wrestling we get to watch, and we're very lucky to get to watch so much. Um, however, you would have absolutely lost yourself in the 60-minute match. But the rest of the card was good. We started off with Crowbar versus Grant McIver of the Manifesto. Um, Crowbar absolutely batters him to begin with, proper smash mouth wrestling. McIver fought back with a chair. Crowbar got his arm badly injured um, and was fighting with one hand the whole way through. He did a beautiful one armed flapjack, which was just great. Um, in the end, he wrapped his belt from his trousers around McIver's mouth and curb stomped him onto a chair. So, bit vicious, not going to argue, but to watch a one armed man wrestling. <laughs> He did fantastic. It was great. We then had Sweeney and Levi versus the lads. Um, this is all over Chris Tall's debt. And the storyline's still going. Um, Levi did it virtually as a two-on-one for ten minutes. And in comes Sweeney to just batter everybody. Slams both lads. Pins both of them at the same time. Um, this did nothing for the lads. Levi came out looking quite good. And it kept the storyline going, which it really does it's but that's fine because we then are offering to head down to the performance centre and face mm. batter in there and take the belt. Angel Hayes versus Casey of the She-Wolves was next. Great 50-50 match. Angel won it with a super kick into a face-first plant in a type of mid-level Hurricane Rana. Um, it was it was really great move to see her do. Can't really explain it very well. Um, and of course, after one of the She Wolves loses, what happens? Beat down. Beat down. <clears throat> a tag match of Rio and Angel Hayes versus Casey and Molly Spartan, the She Wolves. Cool. We then went to the 60 minute false count anywhere Iron Man match. Now, if I was to compare this to another match, I would compare it to do you remember the Boiler Room Brawl? with Mankind and The Undertaker. Oh, God, yeah, that's old. <laughs> Combine that with the empty arena match um, that they had at half-time with The Rock and Mankind, and, and now you're getting the idea. The first 20 minutes was in the ring, um, and it was fantastic. 
we had a beautiful sunset flip um, by Leighton Buzzard, and then he had his feet on the ropes to get the first fall of the 60 minutes. Uh, we then had a running power bomb into a captain on deck by Leighton Buzzard to make it 2-0 after just 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes in, and Andy Wilde, in the middle of the ring, manages to land a sit-out power bomb, making it 2-1. Then all hell broke loose. Um, they went outside and they were brawling in the stands they were brawling in the corridors they were brawling in the toilets they were brawling in the showers they went everywhere there happened to be a ladder set up for a photographer to be able to use Um, off a ladder through a table at 40 minutes and it was a huge spot and then they went back to the ring and this is what I liked they didn't just rely on hardcore fighting outside of the ring they went back into the ring afterwards and nobody bled, not for a single point throughout this match. It was hard hitting, it was big shots, but it wasn't over the top and it wasn't bleeding. Um, 50 minutes, we had a top rope suplex from Andy Wilde, bringing it back to 2-2. It all got very exciting. 10 minutes to go, there was a great combination of everyone putting on Scorpion death locks, Death Valley drivers, everyone trying, getting the one, the two, the one, the two. It was fantastic. And then with one minute to go, on the top rope, Andy Wilde got knocked off the top and he fell through a table at ringside. And down goes Leighton Buzzard for the one, two, three, with three seconds to go. And there we go. Leighton Buzzard wins three falls to two. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant match. Sounds it. Uh, as I say, I'm a big fan of Buzzard. Uh, it's another guy that I could possibly see him throwing him the title on, but he could be somebody again in that X division. Uh, sorry, not zero G division right now who could uh run with that title while you give Kez the main one. So, yeah, yeah, no, I can see that as well. Um, and to be honest with you, I can see him going even further than that. He has got huge potential, he really has. So, yeah, overall, I would give ICW this week five. Sugars. Wow. There you have it, folks. I don't think we've ever given a five sugar show. Not even when it was that really, really good progress show, did I not give it five sugars? I think I gave one of the NXTs five sugars once. The one that had the first um, Walter versus um, Dragonov. Possibly. Who knows? I think I did. All right, before we sign off, let's just go have a look around some choice promotions across the UK and find out what is going on around the scene. Uh, there's another new company. Indeed uh, there is. Creation Pro Wrestling, uh, based out in Cardiff, Wales. Uh, and their first show is going to take place next year on the 4th of February in, at the Angel, Angel Hotel in Cardiff. Uh, tickets go on sale on the 7th of October. Now, so far, Lycos Jim, Lee Hunter, Clementine, and Joe Lando. Wrestle Island. The island finally makes their return on the 19th of September at St Anne's Parish in Birkenhead. Slay All Day and Lucia Lee versus Harley Hudson and Lucy Sky and a mystery partner. We have Charlie Brennan, Chocolate Thunder, and James Reed versus Drill. Kyle Kingsley and David Grant. Carlos Samora versus Lance Rivera versus Connor Klein versus Terry Izzett. We then have Hustle Malone versus Sean Only. Scott Oberman versus Ethan Kelly. RP Davies is going to have an open challenge. And then we will have the Power Up Briefcase number one contenders match. And that will be Jake Sham versus Alex Falcon versus... So... And finally, the Wrestle Island Championship match of Dan Evans versus Warren Banks. Yeah, uh, solid card, top to bottom. Some really uh, fantastic names there, both young and some of the guys that are really coming up and making ways right now. Warren Banks, Chico Sharm, Cameron Solas, Scott Oberman, uh, Harley Hudson. There's a lot of talent there, so definitely a show to go check out if you're in the Birkenhead area. Odyssey Pro Wrestling, OPW, have joined 
Howard 4 TV. Uh, their debut show, Set Sail, is now available to watch right now. Uh, their next show, Stormy Waters, is set for the 16th of October in Morecambe. Uh, it will see the start of the Odyssey Championship Tournament. Uh, entrants so far are Ryan Hunter, R.P. Davies, Rick Marcus, Sandy Beach, and Anderson Daniels. Plus uh, a tag team match of Sexy Kev and Mark Meltzer versus Freak Show, Will Carter, and Nightmare with Isaiah Quinn. As well as another tag team match with Lizzie Evo and Tonga versus Gia Adams and Alexis Falcon. Mm. Ignite Pro Wrestling have announced a huge triple threat main event for their return, New Dawn in Boreham Wood on the 24th of October. Gene Money versus Warren Banks versus Dexter. That is going to be great. Previously announced, Charles Crowley and Forrest Hayes. Tommy Kyle and CJ Carter, who I saw wrestling last week and is fantastic. Definitely recommend watching him. Uh, indeed. Uh, British Wrestling Revolution, BWR, are back with Underground 8 on the 1st of October. Uh, previously announced was Will Cruz to defend his newly won Underground Championship against Ethan Allen. Several more matches have now been added to the guard, including a BWR Heavyweight Championship match Robbie X versus Nathan Cruz, a Callum Newman versus Matt Myers, the tag team number one contenders final, Reese Ryan and Man Like Darice versus Team Hench of Powerhouse Blake and Big Guns Joe, and Ricky Knight Jr. versus Scotty Rock. Nice. TNT Extreme Wrestling. Uh, more matches have been added to the TNT Extreme Wrestling when they are back on the 25th of September with Thrill Kill and on the 26th with TNT Ignition Level Up. We have announced for Thrill Kill, Kings of the North Open Challenge, Dan Maloney versus Chris Ridgeway, that's going to be brilliant, Alexis Falcon versus Kia Chimera, previously announced Shields versus Lana Austin and Rio, Deathmatch Martina versus Kent Majera for the TNT Extreme Division match that is going to be brilliant level up chase martini versus visage in a chairs match 20 minute level up briefcase scramble with lk messenger versus nico angelo versus gene money versus tom felwell versus sandy beach versus jj webb i'm losing my breath <laughs> final entrant of the match will be decided in the ignition dark match with leon gray versus ryan thorne uh most player uh brian Simon Miller, Big Guns Joe versus Shreddy and Synergy, Troy Ryan and Anderson Daniels. That's going to be a hell of a dark match as well. They do give good dark matches and good options for when um, you get your tickets for TNT. They really do. Uh, previously announced for that also is versus versus Isaac North and Scott Oberman versus Sonna Durson versus Cameron Solis. Sorry, I lost you a bit there. So it was previously now Gia Adams versus Tonga, MVK Falcabius versus Isaac North, and Scott Oberman versus Sonna Dosin versus Cameron Solis for the Ignition Championship. And <clears throat> that's going to be one hell of a match. I'm a big fan of all three guys. Uh, Catch Pro Wrestling have announced the Enigma series, a four day series to crown the Catchweight Allen Turlin Championship. Uh, the tournament will have two blocks of four each block, uh, with the winner, uh, sorry, with each block facing off against each other in a round robin tournament, with the winners of each block facing off against each other in the finals. Day one is on the 11th of October. Day two is on the 25th of October. Day three on the 8th of November. And the final on the 20th of November. So far, Tom Tellwell and Joe Kessler have been announced for Block A, and Scotty Rourke and Tynan have been announced for Block B. Right, Superstar Pro Wrestling have announced their next show up in Liverpool, and I'm just going to have to do something for this. Atmosphere. <laughs> 
You'll get that if you're a certain age. If you don't, <laughs> you won't. Um, Superstar Probe announced Atmosphere. This is going to be on the 2nd of October, and my wife is laughing in the background. Um, Isaac North, Harley Hudson, R.P. Davis, Ethan Kelly, Connor Klein, Brian Adenson, Tommy Jackson, and Rick Marcus are all set to appear. So that is a pretty stacked card. It's an absolutely stacked card. And, uh, yeah, some fantastic young performers once again. Uh, UKPW have announced all the competitors for their women's tournament to crown uh, the, U- the first ever UKPW women's champion. So you've got Clementine, Evie Madam, Livy Grace, Kimmy Ekis, Ava White, Jade, Kyra Kamara, and Bunny Marlowe. And this will all kick off on the 18th of September at their press start show, which is at the Medway Lordswood Leisure Centre. Uh, and uh, the two matches are Kimmy Akith versus Livy Grace and Eva Madden versus Clementine. Uh, you've also got Danny Black versus Ashmore, Two Good Eggs versus The Business, Alexander Roth versus Tommy Kyle, and Mr. Charles Crowley versus Mike Bird. Jurassic Pro Wrestling. Now, I mentioned them last week, um, but I gave the wrong place because I am a bad, bad man. Jurassic Pro Wrestling are based in Harwich in Essex. That's Harwich, which is slightly further away from where I said. So please remember, if you're in the Harwich area, look up Jurassic Pro Wrestling. They're just starting up and they are going to have some great shows for you. Indeed, some fantastic uh, talent lined up once again. Uh, just before we move on, uh, so unfortunately, uh, due to obviously no fault of our own, uh, we unfortunately lost our commentary gig. Uh, we were set to be doing commentary for a new promotion, Fight for Honor. Unfortunately, the promotion is no longer going ahead, uh, which is a shame, but you know, it is what it is. We rise above it. We are happy. We're happy. We're and we're going to throw our names out there. Uh, we've already done it on Twitter. We're going to do it right here, right now, and to say, look, if you're interested in people for to do commentary, backstage interviews, ring announcing, well, we're more than happy to do so. And uh, we may have a few irons in the fire already, but we'll have to let you know how things get on. And next Sunday. I'm going to be at the WWE. Are you? Yes, in Newcastle. Uh, the, I can't remember the arena at the moment, but yes, WWE Smackdown Live Tour. Uh, so next Sunday, I will be going to my first ever WWE show. Uh, so it's I have... nice to see how that compares to why people don't spend the same amount of money for, in, for UK wrestling. Now, I look forward to having a discussion with you about that next week because I have attended a SmackDown at the O2. Um, so I shall really enjoy chatting with you about that next week. So I know what my opinion is, and I'm not going to comment ahead of you going to see yours. No, I, I look forward to it. And yeah, we'll chat about that. Uh, so next week's episode will be out late again. We'll probably record it on the Monday, we'll release Tuesday. <coughs> with that said, I need to get to bed. So we have been two grown men drinking tea, talking about playing adults, wrestling in place. Have a good day, have a great night. I remember, folks. Don't feed the trolls.